Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. I am your host, Easton Moore. Uh, and with me is the practical co-host, Trevor. That's me. Uh, and it's just us two this week, uh, because as you heard from last episode, if you did listen to our pig episode, um, we, or I, caught the COVID, and Tristan has to stay in quarantine longer than I do, because, you know, science. <laughs> science uh, i won't i won't try to, to fight anything but anyways the point is she has to stay in quarantine longer so she couldn't go and see the movie because it's not on disney plus uh premium access probably because of all the lawsuits that have right. been struck at disney between because... scarlett johansson and um yeah oh emily blunt emily was the blunt. other one was yeah. The other, yeah yeah so what uh, what what is the movie we're doing this week the movie is Shang-Chi. Right. Did you forget? No, I did Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So another Disney movie, uh, Disney Marvel movie. Disney Marvel. And so she couldn't see it. And so uh, and we didn't really have anybody else that wanted to do it. So just going to be us two this week. Uh, but I think that's fine because I think we're going to have enough differing opinions between the two of us. That we might have a, an okay conversation. So it's about to get real spicy up in here. Maybe. So um yeah that's the movie of the week uh next week we probably still won't have tristan but maybe we'll have somebody else come on and, and help us out not sure yet um but i don't even i can't even think of what's next week so i know we oh yeah because we didn't do the calendar last week <laughs> we talked about it but we didn't actually put anything so solid- we didn't solidify anything yeah uh, but I, what i do have to say is i'm sure more people will listen to this because it's a marvel movie Right. Come back for October. October is uh, it's going to be a lit month for uh, movies, and so uh, come, we'll probably have more than four or five episodes that that month because there's just insanity, and it's not horror movies. No, there not are all a of few, them. but this a lot of solid stuff. Just off the top of my head, we have the French Dispatch, the Last Duel. You have the Last Duel. You have Dune. Uh, we have. Uh, antlers we've got um there's so many more that i'm missing i'm missing uh, so many so many halloween kills uh but that's kind of a smaller one i mean why am i missing all these i don't know but get ready for it because it's gonna be a great month get ready pocket books of you people get ready because the movies are coming and we need to be here them for them yeah and so if you ever wanted to check out amc a list now oh, would be a time to check it out that's for, right for next month if you want to go see all of these movies for, for the price bucks. of a movie, <laughs> yeah, uh, malig- Oh, that's oh, we're oh doing no, malignant. Ma- that's what we're doing next. That's week. next week. Yes. Um, however, the October movies, No Time to Die. So the next 007 movie, James Bond twenty five. Also next next month, uh, Venom. The second Venom is coming out also Venom, next Venom, month. Venom. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, <laughs> I think those were were the main ones. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Uh, well, we mentioned... Like, oh, Last Night in Soho. Oh, last okay. Night in Soho. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So there's like seven movies right there that are all going... Seven or eight that are all going to be... be bangers. Yeah. I'm so Now, ready. of course, you never know how good they're actually going to be, but all have the potential bangers. to be... I mean, this looks like it has the potential to be another 2019. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if you guys... How much you keep up with like when movies come out, but 2019 was one of the best film years we've had in like five years. I mean, just an insane year of film. Um so maybe we, it looks like we might have that all in October. So, but we'll see. Anyway, so come back for October for all those episodes and and maybe try check out AMC A list if you want to uh, check out those movies. Please um, to at least try it. You know, see how you like it. Yeah, see how you like that. Um, get, get those deals. Get that. Yeah. Get those free popcorn refills. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we won't uh, do another ad for AMC A list that we're not getting paid for. So <laughs> that's right. Um. Anyway, so this is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. If you don't know anything about this movie, it is the phase three or four? Four? It's four. Phase four of Marvel uh, as they're uh, introducing new characters as the older characters are kind of being uh, exited. Yeah, phased out. out. Yep. Uh, And the whole movie is about uh, these rings that are found that give you power and pretty much eternal life. Uh, if you use them correctly. Yeah, it's real vague on that. <laughs> yes, it is very vague. It's, it but, gives you power 
And also Eternal Life. <laughs> yeah. And our main character, uh, I feel like I'm going to butcher every single one of these names, but uh, the main character is um, the son of the guy that found these rings. Yeah, maybe you can get get the names better than I can. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so uh, our main character is the son of uh, the guy that found the rings, and uh, his father uh, created pretty much an assassination ring, like a shadow ring. Uh mm-hmm. That worked underground, and um, he's done bad things for the past thousand years because he's lived for a thousand years. And then he found uh, his wife that brought him back to goodness, uh, and then his wife was killed. Uh, and so uh, he goes back to his evil ways, and the Girl, son is kind of fighting against evil that. ways. Yeah, his son is trying Baby. to be his own man and fights against the evil that his father uh, is and tries to change him and whatnot. I'm trying Anyways. to look up how to pronounce XU in Chinese. Yeah, so I look up phonetically. Why I didn't even give it a shot. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody like, with my name pronouncing. I think it, it's, it makes the CH Pronounced sound, CH. I'm pretty sure. Shu? Sh- yeah, Shu, I think Shoo? is something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the father. <laughs> Difficulty for English speech speakers, very high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the father. The son's name, who is our main character, is Sean. Um, in America, but Shang-Chi in, uh, in, uh, I don't know if China, it's China, China or it's just China. Asia. Yeah. I don't know if it specifically says China. They say, they talk China. about people speaking Chinese a okay. lot. Okay. I think it's China. Yeah. Uh, well, Tr- Trevor has seen this twice and I've only seen it once on Friday. So he might have a little bit more insight on Listen. the, uh... I don't know how much I remember from seeing it the second time, but okay. I definitely did. <laughs> uh, well, nonetheless, uh, that's kind of what the movie's about. Um, it's definitely an action movie and it's definitely just Marvel. So anything you can think of, of all the other Marvel action movies in the past two or three years, it's that again. So that's what you're kind of getting into. I feel like you don't need a synopsis because if you're watching this movie, you've probably seen all the other Marvel movies, but nonetheless, we're going to go ahead and get into our general thoughts of Shang-Chi. What do you think? Uh, what a fresh take on Marvel movies, uh, an origin movie that doesn't seem to follow a formula. I mean, it does because it is an origin movie, but it everything about it, to me, felt so fresh. And, you know, we were talking about name pronunciation, which, sorry, everyone, for a terrible name pronunciation. But uh, We are white Midwesterners. That's okay? right. <laughs> uh, it is um, representation in this movie. It's great. The guy that yeah, plays the dad true. apparently has been in, like, several martial arts films and things. This is not only... I think this is a good Marvel movie. It's a great uh, martial arts movie. I enjoyed all of the action sequences. Uh, the music for Marvel movies have always kind of had not. They've, I mean, people couldn't even remember how the theme went until Endgame came out. Basically, really? Yeah, uh, that was kind of the joke. <laughs> was that it's just low brassy horns, but it's a. Uh, but this, all the traditional influences from... I also just got done teaching a class on world on world instruments. Maybe I was listening for that. But uh, yeah, it uh, listening to like the Shang and hearing that and, th- and stuff like that. Um, very, very cool. I enjoyed this a lot. CG was up there. I mean, oh. yes, it does get raucous at some points, but it, it, it never once really looked horrible. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I think practically the opposite of everything you just said, other than the martial arts part of it. I thought the martial arts part of it was pretty... I thought that was good. I thought the combat was fun and felt like I was watching a martial arts movie instead of a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought that was refreshing, but I thought everything else in this movie felt like a complete formula. I could guess a million... Really? 30 minutes before something happened, I was like, I feel like this is where we're going to go. And it hit every single one of those marks. Yeah. I feel like Marvel movies have gotten so generic that once you've got the first 20 minutes, you kind of know the trajectory of the sure. rest of the movie and you know every single major plot point that's going to happen. And it's getting really annoying. The comedy was... Everyone was laughing and it made me feel worse about where we are in oh, America. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry because I was definitely you were, yes. <laughs> I don't want to be mean about it because maybe you did find this movie funny, but I th- thought it was just. I thought it was really stupid. Hum- I, not stupid I, humor, yeah, but like 
it wasn't well done, and I st- people were still laughing. I tell you what, actually, upon the second viewing, Aquafina is the person I laughed at the she most. She was the only thing that was funny in the movie, and that's because yeah. she's a funny. She's person. funny, yeah. yeah, and she was all great. the other stuff. I thought completely was just like this is just them trying to throw in funny stuff, and it's just not. Mm-hmm. It it's well, way too forced. I feel like yeah. Marvel movies have gotten too forced with their comedy where they feel like there has to be a joke every three and a half minutes. Right. And if yeah. there isn't a joke in three and a half minutes, it's because something big is happening. And at the five minute mark, there's going to be like two really big jokes to right. just kind of soften the blow of the heavy thing. I mean, yes, the, the theater was laughing every yeah every five yeah. minutes yeah. but i did i laughed probably three or four times in the two and a half hours that this movie was sure. and it was a very long movie it was it is very long although i feel like when i see movies the second time not just with this was with any of them i like look for the check like the the checkpoints so i'm like okay this just happened now this is coming yeah um so it felt a lot shorter the second time for me personally okay. but uh no, I understand that. And like I said, I think Aquafina does a really great job because she's like great. you said, she's funny and she's yeah. yeah, she's great in this. It's it's like when you put a comedian in a movie, uh it for at least for me, it makes everything else less funny because mm-hmm. like she they, knows like, what comedy outshine, is. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe that was the issue, was that you put somebody, like, I don't want to say it's bad that you put a comedian in there, but it made all of your, like, your writer's jokes trash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, because she's actually well, funny. And because you can definitely tell when, when she is improvising, it's almost like cut and paste. Like, yeah. okay, we know that she's just being genuine and funny Aquafina here. And also facial expressions, the way oh, she yeah. carries herself, yeah, everything. exactly. She's it's, a queen, and yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah, I absolutely loved her. She was the best thing about the movie. And I do think her main character was fine. I don't think... Yeah. But I think the movie is just way... It's just... I, I'm getting over Marvel movies, and I've been over Marvel movies yeah. for two years now. I think Endgame was the, was the pinnacle... And they yes. were on a downward spiral before that. Yeah. But there was just so much that was put into Infinity War and Endgame that you couldn't, like, first of all, those weren't scripted. Right. Like, they, those went against the script, first mm-hmm. of all. And then yeah. second, um, you had, like, 20 years of development into yeah. that one story. So, of course, that's going to be great. But everything since then has been just another, they went right back to what they were before. Where they're just, and you have a formula for introducing new heroes. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're getting, and yeah. I'm still gonna watch them because I'll tell <laughs> you this: course. it's still entertaining. <laughs> yes, I still think it's entertaining, but I don't think they're good films anymore. They've gotten away from good film, and they've gotten to just entertaining. Which, at the end of the day, it's gonna make you money, and for the generic viewer, it's gonna bring them in. Which is 200 to 250 million of Americans are just general viewers. Yeah. So like, you're gonna get the masses, and I guess at the end of the day, that's what movies, that's what matters. Yeah. Um, but as someone who likes things a little bit different, and I don't even say that as in like a, Ooh, I'm this major critic or anything, but I'm a critic and I only like good shit. So (laughs) I had to throw that in there. There it is. I I made that joke as I was, uh, going into the theater because I was not excited for this. Be on the lookout for our (laughs) t-shirts. And, uh, yeah, I said, I'm a critic. I only like good shit. And and Uh. they made they thought it was hilarious. And we so, love this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you got to have the picture of Adam Driver on there, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't I, know. I feel like that's most of my general thoughts sure. of it. Is just, it, I'm not saying this is a bad movie. Right. Like, okay. It might be a bad movie, but it's it's not unfun. It's a fun sure. action movie. Well, and it, I mean, there are some uh, genuine moments, too. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't have that, but I'm, I've gotten used to there's going to be that. Yeah. Every Marvel movie is going to have three or four moments. Well, because guess what? They have really good actors in all of them. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. If you're Disney, you can afford whatever Buy actor you want. Whatever actor yeah. you want. Who do you want? Who's the best one right now? Okay, well, let's get them. So Done. why they picked Jared Leto, I don't know. But <laughs> I'm kidding. I feel like that. Oh, uh, that's going to be good. Morbius? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually he's already really struggling for that. on. As far as what I read is he's struggling on. Really? I, he just is too much like, oh, yeah. as a person. Well, so, he's, yeah. He's real extra. Yeah. Um, I actually think the low points about this movie are the Marvel isms. Um, there's a there's oh, yeah. a you see this in the trailer. There's a fight between Abomination and a person I'm not gonna mention, but that didn't need to be in there at all. Um and actually that's the biggest one that I can think of right now is 
yeah, the the mar- like and you were talking about kind of the scripted jokes every three and a half minutes. There was another movie we saw recently where it was like, oh, it was Black Widow. I think yeah. it was like every few minutes you're like, oh, it's time for a joke. Yeah. I thought and, Black Widow was better than this, but you think I think the you opposite. Think the opposite. Yeah, yeah. And the only reason why I think that is because of Hopper and just the Russian side of it. I thought Did you say really- Hopper yeah. from Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, what's funny is I saw, sorry, this is a quick aside. I saw on Twitter, uh, the people or the Stranger Things production team that runs a Twitter. They said that they said uh, in season four, they're going to reveal a secret about Hopper that they've kept since season one. And I'm like, can it please be that he's really the Red Guardian and this is, he's undercover and the Stranger Things universe and Marvel are connected. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Or that he's just a really big comic fan and has... Like he loves the red, right? Yeah. Like he just is a fanboy of him and right. has a suit or whatever. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, yeah. The the Marvelisms are what drag this movie down. I yeah. The Kung Fu. That's what not karate. Kung Fu movie. I think the. I tell you what, and we could talk about this more in spoilers, but there's a really specific action sequence that I, I love in this movie. I thought it was great, and it's sure. a shame that it happens so early on because it's fantastic. Okay. Um. I do. I want to say two things. Well, I'll say one thing I like, but I do want to say one thing I, I'm a little worried about. I'm worried about the lore that this brings. Interesting to Marvel. Sure. Uh, I don't know much of how much this is in the comics or whatever. Uh-huh. How much the Ten Rings are, but these things seem overpowered. First of all, yeah. And second, they create somebody that can live for like a human that can live yeah. forever. Yeah. Well, they and say like, he's had him for a thousand years. Yeah, and th- this. Shadow, what what are they what are they called? What's this group called? Uh, just the Ten Rings. That's the, the name okay. of his army is the Ten okay, Rings. Okay, so the Ten Rings, the army, yeah. has been around for a thousand years and have done all of these things throughout yeah. history. So, what kind of lore does that bring? Because well, it showed it showed in World War Two. Marvel I mean, is, I mean, all bets are off because I've I've been keeping up with the TV series that they've. Been, oh no, are you talking about multiverse stuff? Yes, uh, all bets are off, man. They can do they can literally do whatever they want and and call it kosher. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. I don't either. But I mean, I, I'm fine with a multiverse. Yeah. But you can't create a multiverse, and I think it's the same problem that X Men had. Mm-hmm. You can't create a multiverse that says it doesn't matter what we do because it doesn't matter about continu- continuity doesn't matter anymore mm-hmm. because we can just say do whatever we want. Oh, the multiverse. Exactly. It's like, well, then this movie doesn't matter. Yeah. This doesn't matter because it's in a billion. Of, there's a billion other multiverses where this doesn't happen and something else. Ma- like right. These characters do not matter in the grand scheme of things because you create a multiverse where. A million of other things could have happened, and a million other things did happen. Yeah. So what happened here doesn't matter. This is just a story that you could just create whatever story you. I don't like that. Just makes it worse. That yeah. makes this movie worse. Yeah. It makes all Marvel worse. Well, and I. Sorry for my rant. No, that's okay. And I, I'm really this. It keeps coming to me, and I keep losing it. Um, oh, I think people are. You know, you said Marvel movies are moving more toward entertainment now than actual like good film, and I absolutely agree with that. Uh, because anytime I read anything about reviews or what people think of Mar- the newest Marvel installment, everybody views it through the lens of, oh, well, this is just a part of the MCU, so it gets a pass. Yeah. But it it doesn't. You, I mean, it shouldn't anyway. I mean, they found a loophole. They found a way to just to grind out movies and have them all be relatively good because, like you talk about, they found a formula that, they, that works for them and they use it. Good Lord, do they use it. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that's kind of blinding people a little bit. They see Marvel and then because now they had 20 years. I remember going in 2008. My dad took me to go see Iron Man. I yeah. remember going to see Thor for my like 15th birthday or something like yeah. that. They got the nostalgia factor. They got the, the film credit for it. Well, I think they're also losing the nostalgia part of it because they're getting rid of all the other. All the old guys, yeah. So but I think they're, they're already nostalgia. established because yeah. now those because now you know I'm not I don't have any kids, but if I did, I'd be taking them to go see Marvel movies yeah, because no. I remember going to see them. Yeah. So I think I all see what of, you mean there. Yeah, all of those factors are coming in, and I think that we as a I'm getting too deep. I'm sorry. We as a society, yeah, <laughs> we're a, we're a society. <laughs> uh, we we are just accepting. It might even just be to the point where it's just like comic books, and maybe a Marvel fan yeah. will die, and it'll just be like, oh yeah, just like the comic books that exist that nobody really cares about except for the people that go see them, you know. But I don't know. It's a it's a crazy thing that they've done with all of this. Yeah, they've just hit a middle ground. They've they've hit a formula that works for the the general population, 
Um, because in that formula, quote unquote formula has been around for 20 years, yeah, 30 years. And I'm not talking Marvel. I'm talking about blockbuster movies. Yes. There is a blockbuster formula that's not good movies. Yeah. That sell. Looking at you, Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> we're talking Fast and Furious. We're talking. Ugh. Um, good thing Tristan's not here. <laughs> which I'm not saying those like. Some of the I love trans yeah. or I love Transformers well, like said, block- and I love Fast and Furious blockbuster and I love means, a lot of Marvel. Yeah, and blockbuster means entertainment. I I get what you're what you're getting at. I smell your step in it. Yeah, and that's been around since seventies. I mean, when yeah. movies first. I mean, Lethal Weapon was a formula blockbuster. Movie. I mean, yeah. those now it well, obviously and- changes in time as people's you know. Uh, preferences change sure uh, yeah you, you adjust to the times yeah yeah which honestly though marvel seems to have a bad habit of because black widow was not great Be, and i and because and like you you were talking about on that episode they they preach representation but then we have the things like with scarlett johansson and how they kind of went back on their deal with her oh yeah and so like it's just yeah but yeah and like james bond you know, you were saying no time to die comes out. That has a formula too. Oh, like they, oh yeah. <laughs> once people find their formula, they just stick with it for better or for worse. Yeah, and I'm not saying that formula is bad, but there's a reason why people are also clinging to uh, different studios that don't have a formula. Like A24 is probably one of the biggest. Yeah, and that's because is there great. is no there is no formula. No. This is and director. they make weird stuff all the time <laughs> well and like not all of it's weird but the, the what they say is i like your vision as a director now you make this yeah. whatever the hell it is whatever yeah, it is whatever i don't it care is. make what you want to make and people are gravitating co- towards that because it's not stereotypical it's not standard yeah. yeah and because that creates more of a mystery one while you're watching it yeah. and two just in general life like movies are supposed to bring out like i think more than just like a this was fun like yeah Movies are supposed to bring out an emotion out of you and, yeah. and make you feel connections to the people. Or make and, you question things. Yeah. And now Marvel movies are never going to do that anymore. No. And I think at one point they did. I think like, so. Iron Man 1, I think, is a great example. Well, and I... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Having that question brought out of you of like, this is a millionaire philanthropist that doesn't care anything about anybody. He's just making all of his money with his military tech. And yeah. he gets to see firsthand... Like the devastation it causes, yeah, yeah, and how that can change a person from the inside. I, I, I don't think we would get something that deep with the Marvel movie well, now, because right now no. you can't even make your main character do anything bad. Yeah, well, and it's like with Civil War, that was so big, and I remember there was a huge marketing campaign for that. I remember making my team Iron Man shirts. I still have it, and going to the movies with my friends and Excuse seeing me? other people Did in you there. Say Team Iron Man. Oh, you heard? Fuck me. you. At, oh well, <laughs> Team Cap all the way. Nah, nah, nah. Uh. I remember going and seeing other people that had Team Captain America and seeing like the two people that had Team Bucky shirts, you know, <laughs> and like that's a good okay, memory. Those were just fangirls, but yeah, right. I think Bucky's sexy. Well, he is. I know, but I'm <laughs> saying those are the only people that had Team Bucky shirts. Uh, but he, uh, but they, they did it. The question, the reason that people responded so strongly to that is because they posed the question. Yeah, should even it's made up, it's fiction, but the question, should we? Force superheroes to disclose their identities and operate under a sanctioned yeah branch 100%. of the government. That might have been I. Well, okay, there was some stuff in Infinity War, but I think that was probably the last time a Marvel movie had a really big like yeah moral question, question yeah, like that. a moral compass in their yeah yeah. I mean, this one tries to, but it fails epically in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it, and it's and you're talking about the the father. Yeah, and, and, I, I and that that's, that's terrible... been done before a million times. Oh, I, he, I fell in love and I changed, and now she died unfairly, and now I'm back. Yeah. kind of thing. I absolutely hated that whole entire story arc. Yeah. I mean, not that I hate him or hate the wife. It's just it's done too many times, and how poorly it was done in this is just atrocious. Yeah. And I have no idea how this movie has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes and audience score. It baffles me. I think you're going to be nervous to hear my rating. I mean, <laughs> as long as it's not a five star. Okay, it's if it's a five star, <laughs> then that's fine. You can rate movies however you want, but that's... You, you can expect my resignation in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think fired is what you're looking for. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell me that while I'm drinking. <laughs> No, I it's just I don't know. We can we can kind of move on there. I was going to say the one thing I really liked. I do really like the underground world that we got. I just am a big fan of creating a, a made world. up yeah. uh 
yeah, kind of world. Well, we just watched your, Blade Runner. One yeah, of your favorite, is, yeah, Blade Runner last night, which is every time I watch it, it goes up in my rankings of favorite movies ever. Really? Um, and we'll see how Blade Runner twenty forty nine goes because oh, yeah. uh, pretty much every single time I've watched the two, they close in gap. Like, oh, interesting. Blade Runner twenty forty nine was like my second favorite movie of all time, and mm-hmm. then I watched them again, and Blade Runner got to like number eight, and then it was like number six, and then like, yeah. and like they've just been like closing, and so I'm wondering if it's ever gonna switch, but unfortunately, Blade Runner doesn't have Ryan Gosling, so, Ugh. but it does have Harrison Ford, sexy Harrison Ford, so Ugh. you know, for real, man, that Sorry. guy is ripped, <laughs> maybe not ripped, but he's he's he's, he's packing he's in an that 80s movie, manly man, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, I don't think we see, get to see him shirtless in Indiana Jones. Well, his shirt is open yeah, in Indiana Jones, not, but yeah, yeah he's shirtless. Yeah, you don't get in uh, Star Runner. Wars either, but his dress in Star Wars is But you get the top swagger. Notch. In, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Swagger in his Star dress Wars. is top notch. <laughs> that's right. Anyways. Man, I, I'm yeah, done with non-spoiler. I got okay. nothing else. But I just wanted to say that the underground world that we got with uh, the sister, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Very, I And she, I like her almost more than I like yeah. the main character. And that whole thing was built better than the ten armies, yeah, and like that was such a small thrown away thing just to get them to meet, yeah, and and I this movie does a great job. Ugh, I'm gonna kick myself for congratulating Disney on this. I think this movie does a really good job of not like throwing the agenda in our face. Yeah, it's very I, much I, I like. Never felt it. Guess what? Women can do things, and they can do them well. Okay. Actually, never mind. I did feel like. Oh no. <laughs> I felt like it was a little weird how just, like, strong women were. Like, there is a physical difference between the two. And she, they made her out to be, like, pretty, first of all, they made her out to be super, super strong. Yeah. Which I don't, I mean, you can think however you want on it. Sure. But it just felt a little weird. Yeah. Um, How, like, she bested him so easily. Maybe you could say it's because he, like, stopped training for whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Um. But they did also like specifically have a uh, she can't be trained in the ten armies because she's right. a woman thing. Yeah, and I mean, there's a payoff to that which I really enjoy. Yeah, well, no, there wasn't a payoff. They say it like well, every ca- thirty minutes they have to mention it. No, not not that part. The, oh, okay. the it's spoilery. We I I can't say, talk about. Yeah, it. I just, they mention it like six times that yeah. she couldn't train in the ten armies. But I mean, why would you want to, anyways? Right. So, where's your moral compass, there, girl? <laughs> you want to fight for him so bad as he's murdering people all over as for he's thousands of years? Murdering? Yeah. Gonna do him a murder? Yeah. Anyways, uh, it wasn't as bad as like I'm not saying it was terrible, but I did notice yeah. it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, d- definitely not. Well, I, really and maybe bad. my thing is I I thought it wasn't as. As, in your face, yeah. In your face, as it, as it could have been, as or it has as it has been before, has been for like the past five movies, yeah. Right, I, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that'll be it for spoiler free, or yeah, spoiler free, spoiler free, yeah, man. Uh, and then we will move over to spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, you can decide if you want to or not uh, after uh, our discussion. Uh, but like I said, this does have a huge Rotten Tomato score. It's like both audience score and the. Official Rotten Tomatoes are both above 95. Uh, the letterbox score, if you're on that, is like 3.9, which is really good for letterbox. So, like, this is received really well. Yeah. I'm definitely the minority, but um, which is weird because I definitely talk about how I just like movies. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying I don't like it, but anyways. Well, and to give you some context, Easton and I both went into this movie thinking, oh, no, we have yeah. to go watch another Marvel, Marvel movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. So, so if, if our, I mean, hopefully that kind of helps give some context yeah. to our conversation now. Yeah. I mean, I'm, do you recommend it? I already know the answer, but. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Well, we always say it before. I know, I know, no, no, I'm just saying like, yeah, okay. I, I know you said, you know, and yes, it is a yes for me. Yeah. I think for most people, they're going to enjoy it. I do think if you're getting tired of Marvel movies, you'll probably be just as tired of this movie. I guess Trevor's a little bit different, but I, I don't feel like this, you're as tired is, as I am. This has kind of refreshed my. It's kind of renewed my... Well, actually, there's a combination of episode four of What If, if people have been watching that. That and this movie have kind of like... They've, it's turned me around a little bit. I was getting real exhausted of it, and now I'm okay. I'm back on track. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, uh, it sounds like, yes, uh, I would I would say go ahead and watch it because you may be like the majority and, and really like it, and I don't think it's worth not going to watch 
just for the chance that you could be a me on this movie. Right. So like, and there are still good things about the movie. So uh, I'm not going to, this isn't like the worst movie ever, but I just didn't enjoy <laughs> it like a whole lot. Yeah. I think it was fine. It was also really long. It was it is long. For a movie yeah. that I'm not like in love with to have to be there <laughs> from seven o'clock to almost 10 o'clock. And was to rough. be fair, I did. We would laugh and I would look over at you to see if you laughed with us and you were I just, just dead just face straight so face. many yeah. times. <laughs> I saw you look over a couple of times and I'm like, I'm sorry. I just. I want you not, so bad to laugh. <laughs> it's just not there. But uh, like I said, I did laugh every once in a while. So yeah. anyways, uh, we will go ahead and cut it to our short little break and then we will be right back for the spoiler part of today's review. All right, and we are back. We're after back. That short little uh, break. And so. Um, <laughs> Why was that pause so long? I <laughs> don't know. I'm just trying to find words, man. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, we can start talking about spoilers, not saying that there's a lot because it's a Marvel movie and everything's spoiled in the first 30 minutes. But go ahead. You can just go ahead and say whatever you want. <laughs> uh, that action scene I was talking about, the sure. bus, the bus sequence um, is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty well done. I real and especially there's a CG moment. I mean, because a lot of that when he's like on top of the bus and stuff is CG, but it still looks pretty clean. I feel like there's a moment where he slides on the seat on the roof and then like jumps around the side to to get back into it. And I remember every time I see that, or both times I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, that's it's so good. And then yeah, all the martial arts stuff in this. And I don't mean martial arts with the rings, like where there's a where there's a weapon or there's something else being used. I'm talking like hand to hand martial arts combat was really exciting to watch in this movie. Yeah, I thought all the fighting was was really cool. Um, I think they didn't do enough with the underground fighting pit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that fight between the brother and sister was way too short. And there was a flash. That is one thing I didn't mention in non-spoilers. I got sick of the flashbacks really quickly. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. And they're in really, they're in moments that delay the pacing of what's happening. And that's one of them, where they're in the fight. It's him and his sister. It's intense. And then they break. And sure, yeah, I mean, after she has that flashback, she just kicks him in the face. And then the fight's over. But still, like it's kind of jarring to get brought out of that so quickly. Yeah. I think there were, there were, now that you just say things about flashback, this movie's really long. You could have cut back on a lot of the flashbacks and it would have, you could, it would have helped a lot because you could have condensed them all into one cohesive memory. I'm not at even the beginning. that. A lot of them weren't even needed. Oh yeah. I don't think all of them were needed. And There's... so you're cutting up the pacing for this backstory that like you kind of get, you can just get the background for the most part in like three flashbacks and you get 10 like you get a lot yeah. yeah and so like you could just kind of like stretch out them just a little bit and cut off a lot of the time because like you don't need to know every little inch of detail of what happened in their past other than the dad was a was a prick until he met the mom and yeah. then the mom made him good and the mom was good to the kids right. and then she died because of him yeah because of the father yeah and the son could have done something but didn't well and like with the mom dying we i don't feel like we needed to see her death because like we said that trope has been done before yeah the only thing i felt like was needed with that was to show that it was the father's fault of that she died was it yeah oh because they came to exact revenge yes but not so my my i'm just saying as long as that was communicated sure is all we like it was his fault that's all we needed to know because like i was thinking of it from the angle of there's a he mentions a reason why he says if i hadn't taken the 10 rings off this wouldn't have happened yeah and i'm like we didn't necessarily need that he could have been with her and kept them on for a lot all i care because the end result is still the same yeah and he was gone anyway, so he couldn't have done anything I, I, anyway. I thought that was stupid because, yeah, he was gone. Yeah. If he was there and he got his ass kicked and his wife died, then that would make sense. Yeah. But no, he was just gone getting some groceries because he's a good old dad. Because <laughs> he's a good old dad. And he came back and then decided to torture his kids to become these mega assassins. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. No kidding. Yeah. And I don't know how I felt about good old dad. Some of the names he said, well, he says that he, he was referred to as Khan. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know that I like that. You're not him. 
Oh, multiverse, you can do whatever you want. Right. And I guess I get why they did it, but... I don't. Well, I mean, it's like... Kong's th- evil, and so we, we're going to make him evil by I mean, just, basically, just yeah, to be like... His, that name on it. Well, because Khan is also like... I don't know a whole lot about that history, but as far as I know, Khan is like a mysterious character oh. in real life history. Like, Maybe no one knows Khan? what happened to him. He came into existence, oh. and then he was just gone. And so I think they... Use, I, and I, this isn't the only movie that does that. There are plenty of movies where they've been like... I was con. And I'm like, like, looking at you, Star Trek. But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But when they say things like that, I'm always like, okay, like, we get it, I guess. It's just that I think it's a name that people easily recognize and associate with genocide. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. He did murder more people than any other he did murder a lot empire of in the history of the world. Yeah. And that was when there were significantly less people on the planet. Right. So it was quite a feat. Not yes. to say it's good, but, like... Yes. It, it makes sense of like, let's just throw this name on and I'll show you how evil this guy is. Yeah. But Yeah. And even if you didn't do it and you want to associate yourself to that person, that just shows how evil you are to like right. if you didn't do it, I want to be known as the guy that did it. Like yeah. that's still pretty makes you a pretty evil person. But Right. I don't know. I yeah, I just think you're right. There's a lot of flashbacks. And I just don't think all of that information was needed no. for the story. I mean all of the good stuff that was in the movie was with our main character, 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 and with the Aquafina, main character. <laughs> and like them before they were super quote unquote superheroes was better than all the flashback stuff. Yeah, because it was at least like funny, and you got to yeah. see who, like who they were as people yes. before superheroes. And I like that trope of the, like they're normal people. Well, he's not, but he. Shows him he acts like a normal person yeah. for like fifteen years, right? And she is a normal person, and like, oh, they're needed now. And like, there's normal Joes going in, and yeah, that's the very end. But but still, yeah, yeah. I I do really like uh, the end fight stuff. Really, um, just the lore of it, like the dragon scales yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily love the soul eater part of it. I don't. Anything that involves like people just not existing anymore or soul eating makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like Watchmen, I almost I almost can't watch the parts in Watchmen where Doctor Manhattan is like just snapping people out of existence. That's really hard for me to watch. And then yeah, this kind of stuff where your soul gets eaten and then devoured by some other entity. That stuff is really hard for me to yeah. comprehend and watch. There was a trailer before this movie that it was oh the internals Eternals. internals yeah was yeah. that it or they said we have to lit like people no it wasn't that movie there was some movie where they they talked about what it's like living in a life where you can just be snapped out of existence no that was Eternals was yeah. it okay yeah I thought that was an interesting at least uh, I think it was oh no about. they talk about that in this movie because they, oh was it this one? yeah it's when she's talking to her sister and the sister says. We we're now living in an in a existence where you could just get snapped out at any time, and that's why she why she ugh, words <laughs> that's why she became a lawyer is because she wanted oh, to reach okay. her full potential. Gotcha. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I like that line. I thought it was in the trailer for some reason, but nonetheless, I did like that. I like. Well, I think they they, they talk about both because they talk about they say in the Eternals trailer they talk about why didn't you stop Thanos? Yeah. And so they, they talk about it in both. I can. Yeah. Imagine. That's why I thought it was a different movie that wasn't Eternals because Eternals talks about how they are not supposed, like they're not going to get snapped out of existence. By so the why, way, why they talk uh, about Eternals, oh. some real Zack Snyder looking Superman heat vision you got going on there. Yeah, for real. <sighs> Anyways, back to the movie at hand. Sorry. Which I kind of <laughs> talked about, but I threw us away from it thinking that it was a different <laughs> movie. That's okay. But... And you brought us right back in. Yeah. That end fight stuff I thought was pretty cool just because it's just another thing, another cool lore yeah. of just this mysterious world. Now, they kind of already did it with Wakanda, but nonetheless, another like yeah. this. Although, why are all of these Asian cultures having to be these weird, not Asian cultures, sorry. Why do all of these minority cultures have to be these mysterious things that are untouched? I think the idea of it is we live in a world where globalization is a thing Maybe. where all so. those where every culture has been interacted with each other at a given point and so i think that's a cool thing to explore like sure chadwick boseman the reason he talks the way he does as t'challa he said in an interview is because he he tried to develop an accent 
that was not affected by colonization. Yeah. And so I'm, that that's I'm just kind saying, of stuff. I, I think it's I cool. I just thought about it where we have two secret places right. and one's Asian and one is Afri- one, like tribalistic African. African. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was weird. But nonetheless, <laughs> I really liked it. I'm yeah. not saying like it was bad in any mean. I'm saying I really like that. Like, but it's like, oh, there's a second one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of it when I was at saying it. But I do really like it. And I like that. Cult, like, I yeah. liked the culture that they showed each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the dragon scales was a really cool thing that uh, just like their uh, well, weapons like, of choice, yeah. basically. And well, they call their dragon the great protector, so it yeah. makes sense that the scales that it sheds or whatever are used to make their weapons. I think that's cool. Yeah, and have a direct purpose too. Yeah, like they're they use dragon scales because they are they might to might at any moment have to fight these soul eating creatures that apparently can only be killed with um, the dragon. Dra- yeah. yeah, or apparently or the if it's rings. one of the mystical creatures, that lion was. Speaking of the lions, I those were really cool. Yeah, all the Asian influenced mystical creatures we see when we're in that land, Talo. I think all of those were very well done. As somebody on the outside, one of my favorite things as the movie, like I said, as a white person, I don't know how realistic it is, but I thought they brought in Asian culture very well. And I think the reason that is is they started with an all an yeah. all Asian cast. Yeah, those that that's the thing I like about it. The thing I don't like about it is the Marvel. Like, yes, get they, the Marvel out of there. We'll yeah. have a great movie. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And yeah. I mean, like, down to the point of I. This doesn't even. When I was watching it, I'm not even thinking this is in the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, me too. Now, like, I know it is, and yeah. also like the form, like the Marvel formula is there, but like, there's nothing connecting this. With anybody other than the uh, Doctor Strange guy. Yeah, Wong. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wong. That's it. Yeah. Well, and Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel are in this too. Oh, they're yeah. The they're in there a little so, bit. Which I'm a little confused. Why is Bruce Banner all of a sudden Bruce Banner again and not Professor Hulk? I think he got over it after Endgame. I mean, I guess. I thought his he was whole, still in a cast. I thought his whole thing was like, Hulk and I are one now. But I guess not anymore. Well, they can change whenever they want. I mean, I guess. I don't know exactly, but I, I, I just figured that, that after Endgame, he had like, because at first it was a, I don't know how to become Bruce Banner. Right. I yeah. am just Hulk and I don't know how to go back. But nonetheless, um, I actually Well, like then that. it was Bruce Banner and I don't know how to turn into Hulk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't like uh, Captain Marvel being in this at all, though. I'm oh, really? I'm pretty sure I booed when it happened. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and that was the only one. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm sure. I thought collectively all Marvel fans hated Captain Marvel. So I, I like Captain Marvel. We just need to stop doing Marvel movies together. <laughs> apparently we have the exact opposite. That's good, though. It makes all, for a good conversation. Uh, I'm not saying the movie is good, but I like Captain Marvel. I think the movie... I The only thing I like her being in this movie for is that they made fun of Captain Marvel in the middle of... In, in the small spot that she was there. Oh yeah, where that where she says you can get my number from Bruce, and he's like, she's never given me my number, and like she just leaves, and he's just like, yeah, he, she does that. Oh yeah, but, yeah. and it's a callback to Infinity War and Endgame, where she just left. Oh, where she just leaves. Oh my goodness, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, she That's just hilarious. leaves. And it's literally the most important thing in the history of the galaxy. Yeah, and she's like, I have things I have well, to remember, do. Remember, multiverse, this galaxy. Yeah. Well, I don't think she travels between multiverses. So <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Nonetheless, that was the only thing I liked that they decided to make fun of Captain Marvel just yeah. a little bit, just a little and bit. she actually did it because, as far as I know, Brie Larson is like the most egotistical actress in all of Hollywood. Really? Oh, that I, everyone, as far as I've heard, everyone on the staff hates Brie Larson. Really? Because she thinks she's the shit, and she thinks Captain Marvel is the strongest Avenger, and that like she's deciding she's the strongest in the universe. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I liked her before she became Captain Marvel. Kind of liked her before she came. She's in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, isn't she? Yeah. And, and she's she good Envy? in that. And yeah. she's good in uh, The Room or just Room. It's just called Room. Is that Tommy Wiseau's The no, Room? No. Oh. There's a movie called Room where she was kidnapped at a uh, like teenager level and uh, her kidnapped. A teenager level? She had to level it up yet. <laughs> well, like teenager age. No, like, I, she, I, I don't know. think just, she's like I'm 16, but I don't think she's like 20. Like she's young adult. Yeah, she hasn't. Yeah. Got enough experience points to become adult level. Exactly. Yeah. And then the kidnapper uh like has a kid with her 
and like Gross. she's yeah and she has to raise this kid in this room because like she's confined maybe to i've this seen room. this movie this sounds really familiar or i've yeah. heard about it maybe yeah but and anyway. so that's what it's called and yeah. like she's really good in that too like so she's good in stuff and then at some point something clicked and she became kind of a sure b-i-t-c-h so <laughs> um I was. actually the third ending st- or the third act stuff when they're when the dragon comes out in that big old fight sequence I didn't totally like that at all. I'm not saying I liked all of it. I'm no. saying I just like that. I like the. I just like their culture and like that's when we finally get to see them. Yeah, and then maybe I was the I'm, fight was fine, but I'm saying like we finally get to see that culture. That and is I really cool. Like okay, that. yes, I'm on the same page with you because I I absolutely hated the fight between the father and son. I thought that was yeah. I thought that was well, and like I said, it's back to the ring stuff, and it's yeah, the rings are just flying around all over the place, and I mean it's cool. I get it's the same thing. That's kind of it. Kind of bugs me. They're like the rings grant you power to just whip them around a bunch and throw seem them at like people. That would make you the strongest being in the world, but yeah. apparently it does. Apparently, yeah, it I just tear the heart out, or actually not even tear the heart out. Literally explodes <laughs> the whole entire dragon just by spinning around inside of his chest for a while. That is a cool design. I thought it was, thought it was visually thing. cool. Yeah. Although, what a weak ending to just be like shoot it in the neck kind of thing yeah i mean i guess if like if look i'm gonna get too deep into this i knew it was coming i guess like that would make sense if it anatomically had a place that it was storing souls at no i thought it made sense you could you could puncture it i felt like it was literally only made so aquafina could do something other than just just being funny funny yeah (laughs) right i did like that though that she was like i've well and also that what's what do they say uh if you never take, if you never shoot, if you never shoot the target, you'll never hit the target, or something like that. So basically, you miss a hundred percent of the shots, shots you, you don't, don't take. take. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> but yeah, Asian archery version, right? No kidding. That's exact. Yeah, as soon as she said it, I was like, I've heard that before. <laughs> I didn't even think about how you said it just now. I'm like, that's basically you could yeah. even just say that, and it would still work for archery. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yeah, I did think that was cool that it was like she this like she was just a natural at it. I like that a bunch. Yeah. I don't like uh going way to something else. That's okay. Um I don't like the sister brother relationship thing. What do you mean? I just didn't th- I don't think it was done well. I don't understand why like why she was so pissed off in the first place and why she continued to be pissed off at him and mm-hmm. like what the feud was between them for the most part. Like I understand say he left, but also like, wouldn't you like yeah. you're being in constant hell for yeah. the last eight years or whatever. And he got a chance to leave. If he comes back, he's going to have to continue to do it. So like what, <laughs> why yeah. is that? What that, that wouldn't make me hate my sibling. Yeah. Of like, we're in this constant hell and he left and like, I mean, she got out too. Yeah. So, I mean, that just didn't make sense to me. And I also feel like she would, she should have pursued him earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Having to. Then just holding pursued, a grudge. Yeah, yeah. For 10 years. Yeah. I did like that the father said, I let you live your own lives for 10 years though. I did like that I thought too. that was cool. Yeah. Cause it's like. Oh, you thought you were doing this on your own. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. I, I'm a little mixed feelings on um, him getting voices from his wife to go unlock yeah, the thing. Yeah, and they try to explain it away by being like, oh, every like he's not the first one that's heard voices from the other side. Yeah, and like I get it, but I'm saying I just don't know, like... Yeah, because it's like how does he's that... already a bad guy. Yeah. So like, why does he need that motivation? Yeah. To do that, and like, he would if if he's bringing back this. Oh, I'm gonna be good now because I have a chance to get my wife back. That mm-hmm. may be good in the first place. You would be kind to your kids like you were before, right. and that didn't happen. So like, it was. I just felt like it was weird. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and I I remember keep think I kept thinking like 
how does this creature, I know it's interdimensional or whatever, but it's like, how does it know who to talk to? How does it know where to go? And if he's had the 10 rings this whole time, why didn't it try before? So like, that's I, true. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of, I that, think maybe it was a like weak finding a point. weakness of like, yeah, maybe. The, but why didn't he try five, like two months after she died where it's fresh exactly. in his mind? I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Shang-Chi was only seven. <laughs> And, and we can't story. have a movie if Shang-Chi's only yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying... You know, this movie doesn't have a lot. It's really just like Katie and him at the beginning, and then they make it to the place, and then they prepare for the fight, and then there's the fight. <laughs> it's definitely not just that, because it's two and a half hours. Right. But, like, there's so much forgettable things. Yeah. Like, there is so much forgettable stuff through the meat of this movie. Morris is the real hero of this movie. <laughs> Morris? The little faceless, furry, oh, yeah. six-legged, six-winged yeah, thing. Great. And I do absolutely love the callback to Iron Man 3. Yeah, with Trevor Slatery being in yes, it. Yes, I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. And they have they have some good fun moments. Like, he's the Morris finds him, and he's, like, supposedly dead. And he's yeah. like, I'm acting, Morris. Get with it. And he, yeah. like, rolls on his back. Yeah. Yeah. I really did enjoy that a lot. No, yeah, Morris was, Morris was. He's cool. a real MVP. This movie should be called Shang Chi: The Legend of Morris. Sure. So like you don't agree with me, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just also trying to think of other things me that too. happen in the meat of the movie, and it's like I said, oh, I just... the the fight scene on the side of the building is also fun. It's I, I still don't think it's as good as the as the bus, but I think uh, it being in the trailer just kind of made it like okay i didn't know what's oh right these trailers did not do a very good job like getting me excited for this movie um yeah i wasn't excited at all yeah there's a i wasn't really either like at the end i actually it was getting annoying to watch on screen i do think it's funny that the movie is called ching chi and the legend of the ten rings and the ten rings really aren't a big part of the movie well that's his dad i think his dad is that's like the 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 entity is the ten rings i no i think it's literally just supposed to be the legend like the legend of these ten mm-hmm. rings and I like gotcha. there's and there's nothing about them i mean they're in there Shang but like, and the legend of his dad yeah pretty much <laughs> like you see like him fight in the beginning with the ten rings and then you see him at the end with the ten i mean with like the ten rings yet and again like i feel like there should have been a passing of the rings to Ching Chi before him just killing the mega dinosaur dragon thing. <laughs> the mega soul sucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, I think there should have been something before that. Of yeah. like him like learning how to use them and like I don't know. I just I think they like just maybe, went the complete like maybe... wrong route with the, the father. I think at the end of the day, I think they went the wrong route with the father. The father should have passed down the rings or something, which he technically did, but only because he was dying. Yeah. So and how cool would it have been if like let's say they get back in touch with their father and for another for a different reason not because he's turned evil or whatever and he's like this village needs our help because the the thing is failing I have to teach you how to use these 10 rings something like that that yeah. would have been cool yeah. yeah or like I already started things in motion and I can't stop them yeah and I and I now I'm realizing I was wrong the error of my ways yes yeah can can you stop them Right. And like you don't need a training montage necessarily, but you're the best around. I mean, we did get a training montage. Hold you down. I mean, it wasn't really a montage, but we got him training. Yeah, which also and we saw a lot of him training as like a kid and yeah. the flashbacks well, and stuff. The training with his aunt, I thought, was so stupid. Yeah. So he was supposed to train one night <laughs> to be able to get to the level of be- beating his father, which he's never done before, but his mom could do because she had training in this special way. Yeah. And so, like, you just gain that overnight? I That's did. That's how like, easy it is to gain this power to defeat the Ten Rings? Right. And there's a moment, I did like this moment, where um, he uses the same move on him that his wife used on him, where she, yeah. like, spins him around. And they have the kind of camera angles the same way. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And I, I, I even thought she was going to say something like, because she changes his fist to an open hand. And I remember thinking, oh, this would be a cool moment for her to be like, your father has only taught you offense, but your mother enacted 
or your mother used, uh, I don't know what you would call it, not apathy. Um, I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? Like your father used only offense, but you're going to use your environment to your advantage. Yeah. That something like that, yeah. you know. Um, I was waiting for something like that, and it didn't happen. But maybe I I know what you mean, though. But, and, but then in the end, it basically was just him like being able to take control of the rings at the same time, right? Like he just stole the rings. Yes. So I don't know. Didn't really like that. Why do they turn orange when they're with other people that aren't? It's, it's just the dad's color blue. He's just th- like, when I you're on so. my wrist, you're going to be blue. I think so. I think they just like blue was bad and red was good, yeah. which is complete opposite from normal stuff. But, yeah. you know, hey. Hey. And China. Well, I think also in Chinese culture, red is a pretty prominent and royal. And, and Okay. That makes sense. And so maybe that could have been it. And yeah. I don't see a lot of blue, but that doesn't mean... Right. much that i don't see blue in in asian culture stuff but like i see a lot of red so like I would, yeah anyways maybe that was it maybe it wasn't maybe I'm, i don't know i didn't think about it until just now but i was like there yeah. is a definite difference in color and he's bad and it's blue and he's good and it's red yeah and he also wears red like the whole time the he dragon does, scales yeah. are also red yeah which I thought the dragon scale armor was really cool. Too, yeah, I thought so. so too. And I like that. I liked that his was red and the sisters was white. White. Yeah, I think that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't really have much more. I don't either. Okay. So I'm like scrounging for things to talk about. No, we don't have to scrounge for anything. We're good. <laughs> We're good. So I guess we can just go ahead and give your give your rating. Go ahead and break my heart right now. That's a four. See, I I told you as long as it's not a five, it's okay. Okay, I was gonna give it a five just because you said that. I want to make you sweat a little I bit. <laughs> I was like, you can rate it whatever you want, but like, yeah. I think if you rate this a five, that's just really weird. Because I, I just... it honestly, if this was its only standalone kung fu movie, it would be a five, maybe. But because it's got the Marvel tropes and the Marvel isms to it, it it's gonna be a four. Yeah, and that's what I absolutely hated about the movie was most of that and i don't think it would be a five if you took away all like all of that i still think there's stuff i I talked about how much i hate the father aspect and the flashbacks like there's stuff i don't like outside of the marvel stuff but the marvel stuff on top of it just yeah just made it not entertaining aquafina was really the saving force of this movie um and i do really like our main character don't don't get me wrong um i did really enjoy uh or i really liked that he sat down with Aquafina and said that he had lied. Oh yeah, about killing his mother's murderer, and saying that he did follow through with it, and showing that like moral dilemma of like I have this personal ven- vendetta and I want to fulfill that out, but I know it's bad. And him lying about like lying about what he had done, I thought that was cool. And then eventually like fessing up to it and Aquafina's response I thought was really genuine. Yeah. That was one of my favorite moments was was that right there. So that's something I did like too. So um three is where I'm at. Okay. I don't think it's because it's still entertaining. So yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's a two star because it's but, even though you never laughed. I did. Like I said, there I were Aquafina stuff that I laughed at. With you. Yeah. Definitely was not howling with the rest of the theater though. <laughs> Maybe it had something to do with was the I fact howling? that I was staring like directly up because we were on the floor. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, listen. Sorry. No, it's it's okay. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's probably a two and a half or three, and I'm just gonna be nice and say three. But I don't think this is a fresh film. Okay. If I was a, uh, if I thought if I was a Rotten Tomato critic, I would definitely say not fresh for this movie. I don't think it's not a fresh, fresh movie. I think it's enjoyable, but enjoyable and fresh are two are different not the things. Same thing. Um, I guess even though it didn't look like I was enjoying myself, I at least <laughs> semi enjoyed myself. But I also it's could hard not to tell stop under that a uh, flat bill cap you had on. Could not stop just thinking of, oh my god, this is just so on point. Yeah, like this is just they're just it's it's Marvel check just mark, checking the check, check mark, mark yep. check mark check mark. I'm like, can we just just for once put that aside for thirty minutes and let the guy do what he wants, then you can go back to the check marks or something. You know? Yeah. Anyways, okay, that's it for today's episode. Uh, next week, we are going to be doing the horror movie Malignant. Yep. Um, so if you're a horror movie fan, make sure to be ready for that. If you guys haven't seen the, uh, listened to the pig episode, it hasn't had as much uh, Traction. listens, attractions yeah. as our other movies, definitely give it a shot. The movie is it's really so good. good. I know it's a small movie. I know it's Nick Cage, all that stuff. But just give the first half a listen to see if you think it might be for you. 
Um, you know, that's why we do spoiler free. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can still see if it's a movie you might enjoy. So yeah. uh, that's all the wrapping I'll do on that. Um, but next week, yep, we got Malignant, which will be a horror movie. So if you are interested in horror movies, go ahead and give that uh, a listen next Monday. So we'll go ahead and cut it to our plugs. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us um, get new listeners. So when a new movie comes out and they search that movie, uh, we'll pop up. So uh, if you like the podcast, just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it. And we will definitely give you a shout out on the podcast. All right. Get to Trevor for the plugs. You can find Couch Critics on Facebook at Just the Couch Critics. You can find Couch Critics at Twitter and Instagram at Couch Critics Pod. You can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places at T Landers Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram at Graham Jarvis does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So see you guys next week.